Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So obviously times at Hell's Owen, but then also you then move on to Russell. Is that is that correct? Yeah, so, so Hell's so basically Hell's Owen was about how long was that? About three years ago, I'm trying to think. You, you, yeah. you know more than me, don't you? Yeah, yeah I think we've got three years, yeah. Yeah, about three years, just over around that period. So yeah. And you know they were good time, we were very close. L- looking back at now, we 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 weren't equipped financially, it wasn't enough. Um, but we and we did had good trophy runs as well. Yeah. We did well in the FA Cup the year after as well. Um managed to win a couple of senior cups. We're always close to the playoffs. Then my last year there, um, I think I lasted till about, I don't know when it was. It might have been October. We'd actually done we'd actually done all right in the FA Cup that year. We actually went to Telford, who had gone 38 games and beat them, beat them 4-2. Matty Lewis got all four goals. Matty Lewis, one from Abbey, one of the woods as well. Yeah. Matty Lewis, he got all four goals. So we were doing all right. We were about seventh in the league. But I remember they cut the budget a bit in the summer as well. It was Marks around and whatever. And it was like... Again, I'm 36-ish now, 37. I'm, you know, and it's. I look back now with a lot of disappointment, really, because I, I think to myself, if I'd have been the chairman of that football club, and I've, I've, I've dragged this 33-year-old kid along, and he's he's working on a lot less. We've got all those young players, and we're playing good brand of football. We've had those cup runs. Back him, yeah. Back me a bit, and they yeah. never. I mean, it was a f- probably the first bleep I'd had, and uh, I look back and you think, really, not with the house owns great, but, but them pair, you know. Listen, we, we still say hello and all the rest of it, but I look back now and think, wow, really, that's unbelievable. And I was just, at the time, we were, because we had such a small squad, at the time, we were trying, I had a good relationship with Warsaw, but I'd been tipped off about these two boys at Chelmsley Town, and uh, we went and had a look at them, the two boys were Junior Brown and Troy Dina. <laughs> what? Yeah, so your yeah, name's yeah. There. Junior yeah, Brown yeah. played for... Whitchurch Alport yeah. centre-half when we were at Atherston you, not long uh, ago right. yeah, yeah. Okay. played for Cov didn't they did, play, did he go and play for Cov Junior Brown I, I, I don't know he had it went on alright he was young when I yeah. we I played him up front when, I did, when, he, when we did get him yeah. but Troy Dooney was the one obviously but obviously what you had at Warsaw at the time was Mick Alsall who would just pick anything up right so what I was trying to do 
and I'd virtually done it. The deal was, Morton would, ne- would pay nothing, you know, you know the, their scholars would get nothing. So he, he'd already got eyes on Troy, and he'd got, I think he got him in training. I said, well, I'll tell you what then, why don't, we'll pay him. You have him in the day. Plays, come, comes to us Tuesday, Thursday, plays Saturday, Troy. And then um, we'll pay him his 150, whatever it was at the time. And, uh, and that, was, that was virtually done. And that would have been a real game change then to get, mm. get him on board. So, but as it happened, it didn't last long. I, I got a phone call asking, look, I still Nigel Pitt ringing me up, and you know, and he, he was ringing me. I still remember it now. Like crying, you know, I'm sorry, you know, there's three of them, you see. I've been outvoted, I can't afford to lose Mark. It's not what I want to do, but I've got to do it. His words, I remember him saying to me, I'll never get over this. And I thought, well, you fucking suck him, man. Well, you get over it. Well, you know, you know. So I was like, look, it is what it is, isn't it? you know. You know, I was, you know, I was disappointed at the time. I remember, um, and uh, but that's it was it was sort of that. And uh, and again, I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean? You want me to resign? I was like, what what, what you want to make? You want me to resign? We're, we're all right. We got you know. I've got these things happening. Yeah, but but you've got to, well, I've got to ask. But you need to resign. What do you want to resign for? Well, I can't resign. Can I not? Yeah, but Mark. And the next thing, though, then 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 you were sacked. You yeah. didn't resign. But I was like, I, I didn't give a fucking out to be honest. You know what I mean? Mm. But um, yeah, but it just like Martin O'Connor replaced me with Graham Hyde. And that week, first signing was Troy Deaner, and I think Troy Deaner scored. Oh, I dread to think how many goals he scored in a short space of time, and then went straight back to Walsall straight the first time. Um, and kicked on from there yeah well yeah he was awesome but yeah but uh, but Martin only lasted listen Martin didn't last a year mm. a tough place I was having. Look, looking back now like, a lot of people didn't, it was a it was a, a tough old place I was having mm. very demanding like you go in them days the likes of Howes Owen and Worcester you used to go to them places and it'd be like going down West Brom the baggies like you get to sit there and go Jesus Christ these <laughs> are unbelievable I remember being down there a few He's years a baggies fan yeah, I remember being sitting in the stand a few years ago and it was Chelsea and you know this West Brom they had a right good go though. you're sitting there watching them and they're really trying hard to stay with these this is when Chelsea had a good so I think Chelsea won 2-1 on the day and these baggies fans around me they were absolutely going ballistic and I'm sitting there thinking just have a look at who they're playing against. Yeah, yeah. And this honest, hard-working baggy state. And it was like, they were like that at Alza. But to be fair, we had a lot of good days at Alza. I mean, my win rate, I don't know, it would be all right. We were, all, we were always doing all right. Had some good young players. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that, that, that was, that's where that one ended. And then... Um, Rushall. Yeah, I sort of, I did a little... I was doing a little bit of work for... Um, he was a good mate of mine, Craig Shakespeare. He was at West Brom at the time. Oh, so I was watching a few yeah. of his. Um, it's a name drop, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Yeah. No. Just yeah. We we met in non-league, so we just sort of. Um, and I watched what some of their loan players. I'd go and watch them. Yeah. You know, and um, and Rob and Larry were at Telford, and Telford were that's when Telford were flying. And I did a few of their conference reserve games midweek, which I, which I was just getting around looking at different players and games. And the next, then Johnny Allen, Johnny Allen, the famous Allen. So. Uh, and, we had a, and they were like, they were a league below Rushall, so I, I don't know what league it was, something Midland, step four, I think, possibly. Um, and uh, John hadn't been well, so the club had gone a little bit. They were about, I don't think they were bottom, but they were around bottom second, bottom something like that. And it was, um, so I'm now about, well, I'm about 37, 38 now, I think, possibly. And I thought, okay. Um, we met up and 
I thought, fucking, this is going to be tough. Because Alzheimer's was a good club. Mm. You know, it was, it was not Sully or, you know, not, the white was running, everything was, it was good. And you got used to that, the fans, the fan buys, the, the Y support, everything. Then you went to Russell then. I mean, Russell now, you look at it now, it's fantastic. Yeah. But back then it was, you know, it wasn't in a good place. And um, as I said, John hadn't been very well. So I think John used to, was, was a bit like a director of football. He still oversees it. It was all right. But when John wasn't well, it sort of fell away a little bit. I don't, I don't know the reasons why. So we met up and whatever, and that was quite fun. So I did some digging on it and I thought, well, no, don't go there. Don't go there with him. With him. This is Johnny Allen, lot, you know. He's a fucking nightmare. He's a fear and he's this, he's that. You know, and I'm, I'm getting on in years now and I'm a bit, I'm quite wise because I've, I've managed some people, I've managed some yeah, clubs. Yeah, I've had some experience. I've been sacked or resigned, whatever, and that, whatever anyone says, you fucking do learn when you've been sacked. Yeah. Um, you learn a lot of things when you come out and go, okay, right, got that wrong, got that wrong. I felt sorry for them Russell boys because I got the fucking blunt of it mm. <laughs> when I did go in there. And I remember sitting down with, there was three of them involved, but there was John sitting there, there was Nick Allen there, and there was a chap called Gary Cooper. We met at this pub up the road to try and finalise it. I was like, oh, 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 I'll come and see. And um, I'd spoke to a few people and I got a picture of, of Russell and John and whatever. And uh, and I just sat down, sat down, we were talking about the budget and what we're going to do and what we can do with it. And I said, look, I can't be having this. It was not there. I said I can't be having this with you. You know, it doesn't matter who I speak to. I'm getting the same thing about you interfering with the first team manager. You're interfering. This is the chairman, by the way. <laughs> you know, I said you're interfering with um, sending players up to training. I said so. If you want me to be a manager, I'll be a manager. And if I fail, it's down to me. You know. And it was, it was so funny. I can still remember him now, Johnny. He comes up out of his chair like this. He looks at his nick, his nick, you know, his nick, his nick, his nick, and they're both looking at him, they're shaking their heads. Like, what are you on about? Whereas Gary Cooper's going, he's like that, <laughs> Gary Cooper, like nodding his head, going, I oh, know what he fucking yeah. means. And I thought, I'm just going to nail this straight away, yeah. get it sorted, you know. Um, and I said, look, that's the way. I said, I said look, you're, you're a good football person. I said, but if I'm coming here, and I'd worked out what was there, you see, there was this bit of a clicky kind of team or whatever, mm. and I thought, I've got to fucking sort that out. And, and it was a job, another job, because our zone was a mess when I went there. You know, and this was a mess now going into this. And I'm thinking, I've got to fucking sort this out. Um, anyway, took the job. Again, been in that conference league, national, that sort of reserve, got some good young kids in, whatever. And we ended up going on a great run and finishing mid-table and everything was hunky-dory. Um, and then I went on to have another couple of great, two playoffs, yeah, cup runs, yeah. got furthest in all the cups. Some good young players. Um, at some great, it's a great football club. It was at the time. It was one of them. You had to get past the fixtures and fittings um, to then come in, come into the environment. Great family, the Allen family. Great people. It's such a sad loss because there was three of them. There was John and Nick and, and, and the mum, Killeen. They ran Rush all really. Yeah. And sadly, she passed away with COVID, and that, that was tragic. Um, but it's really, really good to see how well they're doing at the moment. Yeah. Because if there's anyone that deserves it, it's that family and that club. Um, and, I, and I played a small part in putting yeah, them on, on the right road. Yeah, definitely. And, um, uh, but uh, it's, uh, but it, 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 he's worked so hard to get in that league with uh, Russell, uh, the National League. But, uh, and they're holding their own. They are, they're yeah. But well, you know, his wallet will be taking a bashing. Oh, which he occasionally, <laughs> ring, occasionally rings me now and again. He rang me the other week. He was half oh, piddled up on the way home, and I was on the way home. And uh, he said, I can't afford this much. Like, he's like, you know. <laughs> I said, I'll tell you what to do. I said, you know, all that FA Cup money I made, just start spending some of that. Like, <laughs> That's my answer to him. Like, 
Well, he was meant to be there last week, but because um, we've got him in the one of the league cups, and their uh, their roof has blew off. Oh, because of all the the weather. There's all the wind, but oh, then obviously no. we're meant to have them next week. But what the roof on which on the clubhouse or the changing rooms or not sure. Not sure I've yet. got a picture of it. We had a guy. We had a guy. Think you said that. We had a guy called off there. I was Leamington manager, and it was a windy night, and we're on the pitch, and it was, and there was chairs flying onto the pitch, <laughs> a, a bit of a, a bit of galvanised thing. We're standing there. Is it open then? Is it? Yeah, it's quite open. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah, and it was uh, it was a trophy game. That's right. I remember that now. And uh, and John and it, uh, I said fuck this, you know. And I went to the referee. You can't. What do you want to make you play? Are you? I said anything could come flying off round, don't you? Because at the time, I mean that. So when I was there, the main the main stand at Russell was, you know, them. Um, you go on a building site and you get them um, security boxes where the lads put all the tools and big square. Yeah. It was one of them cut in half, whiz round, suits him. That's what John had done, because John was a handy, you know. You know. Yeah. It was, that's the, it was that kind, it was a, it just yeah. made up as it went along. It's fantastic now, they've spent a lot, they've had to. Yeah. And that's a, a problem with going up is, when you, we've had it as well earlier, is that you have to keep, as the mm. years go, you, the criteria, that you don't get away with it, you, you've got to this, you've got to that. And so sadly, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cost a lot of money on the pitch, as we found out, and off the pitch, to mm. try and, can stay in there, um, but listen, fair play to them, and the, the, these are the doing well. And where I spoke to Spencer Loom start, I said, no, I really did feel that where we benefited from recruitment-wise in that league was um, we could offer them the young boys wanting to play national league football. Yeah, it was forget the the page. I just want to play that level. Um, and obviously, in the summer, with us coming out of it, Talford coming out of it, and Kitty coming out of it, I just said, Loom, you've got a great. I said, there'll be a lot, a lot, because Liam was passed, I said, look, there'll be a lot of young boys who want to play that level around this area. And you can see Tom Edge, McClintock, all them boys going there, the left-back Hudson, you know, Danny Waldron. They've gone there because they want to play step two football. And so that's, it's a good pull. And he's, he's done a great job, Liam. Yeah, really yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, he's done a done really a good job. job. Um, so we sort of move on to the big one, Leamington. Big one. Mm, looking know. forward to this one. Yeah, so... so How so, did that end up at Russell to then come to Leamington? Or... Yeah, so basically, Russell, Russell it, it got to, I, I think you sometimes now, I think at the time, I'd done another, I'd done two and a half seasons, I'd probably done 150 games there, or something like that. We'd done all right. Yeah. We hadn't gone, we'd playoffs, we'd lost to Leamington in the one playoff semi-final, here. Um, bow pat, cup runs, and I don't know, I just, I probably thought, I don't know, I think at the time I thought, John was fit and raring to go again, and I just, I, I just thought, I don't know. Rightly or wrongly, I just thought maybe that's. I've probably done. I've done as much as I could. Yeah, do, you know when like your time is. Yeah, and I was, I, was, I was still like that. I'm not sure it was the right decision. I still don't know now, but that's what we did. Um, and then in that summer, my mate down at Sutton, Chris Keogh, was getting married, and he was having a. He said, "Well, he's just coming out with a prick doing a, And I helped him out a bit, whatever there. But then the Leamington job came up in. Oh, it was about October, I think, that year or something. And uh, it's the only it's the only job I've ever applied for. Two thousand and nine, weren't it? Two thousand and nine, yeah. It's yeah. the only job I ever applied. Put me, put me. Well, it was one, one of my ex players was playing here, and um, they just said, "Look, the, your name's been mentioned here. Won't you throw your name in?" So I thought, I'd, 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 when I was managing different football clubs, I'd came over here a few times to, and I'd watch it go from nothing, you know, sort of. So I'd have been coming over here early 2000s yeah, when they were yeah. just getting going on Midland Com, Premier yeah, and whatever yeah. come to watch a couple of young kids and 
the ground was like very open, even more open, you know, and thinking. And so I'd watch it, thought, you know, this, and the fans thinking, bloody, I've got a fans here, isn't there? <laughs> you know what I mean? For, you know, for, for, for this level of football. Mm-hmm. And, and then you'd be looking it up, going, well, what, what are these all about? Then you'd, you'd read about AP Leamington and you, whatever. And you're thinking, God, this would be a job you could you could get hold of these if you, if you, you know, it's, you know. You look at jobs, Atherton's a job that you go to football town if if you get the structure right and get it right on the pitch that's a club that can go up leagues mm. Bromsgrove's another one it's a football town I, yeah. I, as a young lad I remember standing at Bromsgrove on a Monday night they playing Monday nights two, three thousand people are regular it's a football town Howes yeah, yeah. Owen's a football yeah, town yeah. Solihull and Sutton I've been involved in both clubs aren't football town no matter what you bloody do I mean you know look at what Solihull done is amazing you know, but, but they're not if that you know what Sully all have, have done if that if that was in Atherton or out or Bromsgrove there'd be thousands there. Yeah. Mm. Fo- you do get you get a full football town and, and Leamington's like a bit of a football town yeah, as definitely. well. Yeah, um, definitely. And it's just so that was it. So yeah, hat in the ring, and away we went. Was it a bit of a re- rebuilding project? Was it? Well, that, that's what I wanted to ask. So obviously you've just spoke about it a little bit then about the way it was when when you came here. So like, was it like a full? rebuild that you've had to do um well it was obviously it was it was was a strike it was was tough to come out i I didn't again so now uh where are we now now we're 2009 aren't we so i'm um i'm late 30s now so still young yeah 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 definitely yeah yeah. about 39 i think yeah so um so and you're coming into this this club that have come marching through those leagues Mm. Um, used to winning, used to whatever, and, and this is what happened at this division. They went in, they then stepped up into the, the, it was the Southern Premier, and obviously struggled and struggled, and that's that's when they relieved the manager, um, Jason Cadden. Um, probably a bit too early, really. It, 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 it had gone, you know. When I got when I came, and I could see it gone, um, but. Obviously, he got so much loyalty off the fans because he'd been there from the rebirth. He'd come through Midland Com Division Three and Division Two, and he'd been there all the way through. So, and they just stepped up. I think the club on the pitch and off the pitch was struggling with with with, what, with, with the league. Um, and obviously, I'd been at the league with a couple of clubs with Sully or and then obviously with Al Zoin and even I was young. I'd been around it a bit and, and all the rest of it. Um, and then, yeah, you come through the door and you're like. It was uh, you come through the door, and it was like uh, you're looking at it, thinking, "Oh, I've got a lot of work to do here." Mm. One or two players left because obviously Jason had gone, and was one or two had gone anyway. One or two had gone. I was trying to keep players to stay were going because they weren't happy with what was going on, and you know, so it was like straight away you're just trying to get get a few in to get get us get us get us competing and stop the rot and all the rest of it. So, and very quick, managed just in that first that first week to. Um, I bought Richard Bailey, so Richard Bailey, who's, he's, he's, you know, he's been at Villa, West Brom, whatever, you know, he's West Brom 20, 23 league coach now, but he was still, Rush, he played for me at Rush or Richard, Richard Bailey, Rush was a good player, Richard, he was at Telford, he was whatever, so he, he was at Birmingham at the time as 18's coach, education officer, but still had time to, so I said, right, to come play a coach, and Lee Williams, who had played for me at Hales Owen and at Rushall. And uh, now Lee Williams, he was one of these stars when he was a kid, Lee Williams. 
you know, and, and end up end up playing four hundred league games, but Cheltenham, Mansfield, all the rest went on league. But it was a lived in Howes Owen, so I managed to get him at Howes Owen when I was there towards the end, and he was a, he was a great boy. And then to be fair, I got him to Russell when I was there, which was at the time, and I did get some good. I mean, Russell went from from some of the characters we managed to get through the door, going back to you know that second like people like Lee Williams. You know, I've got Gary Birch there, that was the centre forward. Gary Fitzpatrick, you know, got some good lads, carpet, but a good side, bloody, I didn't have a good side there. Um, but Lee Williams, sadly, had only just come through the, the, the building and had an accident, lost part of the sight in his eye. So, um, yeah, so that, that, but I kept in, I mean, football, imagine football's a big part of his life, football since he was whatever, football, football, and then all of a sudden he had all, so he was a player at the time, and then what I did with him, once we got through, sorted everything out with him, he, whatever, the operations, whatever, you know, I brought, I kept, I just kept him on the coaching side with us working, because he was, his knowledge was, yeah, he was a real, yeah. real good character, a great bloke, one of them blokes you miss really, you know, when he did, because of his job, and he said, look, he did, he was good for him that couple of years, he needed that, he needed to stay in football, because he was a real low then, you know, mm. um, and but then you know he's one of the, one of them that you know when he went when, I mean when he left left you know sort of miss him really when he weren't around. Um, so I remember doing a charity game for him down at Russell. We did a bit of a because his football career just sort of ended like that, and he'd had a good career. He's well respected in the Midlands. And um, we put this mid I put this Midland All Star team together, and his team was the uh, Lee Williams eleven. That would have been Cheltenham players, Mansfield mm. players, played a lot in Ireland as well, and some other characters. And uh, it was down at Russell on a Sunday afternoon. It went a great day. So, but sadly, it was meant to be his day. But, and I remember at the time, we, one of the, we, we paid the managers. Um, so Johnny Allen and Nick Allen ran the Midland Halls. That team was a lot, not lots of them. And, and Nigel, P, you know, he paid because he loved Willow. They all love Willow. Alzone, loads of Alzone come over. He paid to manage the Lee Williams team. So the Midland All Star team was it was. Um, uh, yeah. Cluffy was in it, Keith Downing, John Frayne. Middle of the park was Craig Shakespeare and Martin O'Connor. Up front was David Kelly and Paul Devlin. It was phenomenal, this Paul team. Devlin. Yeah, yeah, that was that. <laughs> and then Willow had his team. But I remember turning up on the day and the Allens were running the, the Midland All-Star team. So they were like, they were like Lee Glover was playing because him and Cluffy were on the same side. And um, they turn up and John gets there. He's got his, the two of them got the track sets on, the Rumbro track sets on. Right, they're taking this series, these two. It's meant to be Lee Williams' day, by the way. <laughs> you know, have you got your umbro? I used to have a little umbro phone, all the bits and pieces in them days. Yeah, give him the phone. When in all the set players are on the board. Yeah, when in the other room, they're just piddling about Mark Yates, all them, like Mark Cooper was in there, Neil Howarth, there was yeah, all them old Cheltenham and Mansfield. But they, they were great, they were great crack. But it was 5 uh, 0 to this Midland All Star team at half time. They were just, it was unbelievable to watch. It was just, I mean, McCra- Craig Shakespeare, Shakespeare didn't move, just this left foot. Just didn't move, just sprayed this. Craig Shakespeare, so when Craig Shakespeare was 16, 16 years of age, he was playing in the middle of the park for Warsaw in Division 1, Division 2, which was the championship. Now, it was yeah. Division 2, they were mid-table, he was 16 years of age, played over 30-odd games at 16. You tell me what it'd be worth now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of money. And, and a lot watched, of money. watching these, these diving care like. So I remember going in at half time going, John, make some fucking subs. And they would, no, no, we didn't make any subs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'd also, some lads had paid, you know, yeah. the old Chris, you know, I said, make some bloody subs, you know. And Nigel Clough was only meant to be playing the first half. 
That was what he sort of said to me. You know. So I went inside, goodbye, I said, thanks for coming. He said, I'm going to do another 15 minutes. I thought, oh, no. Because you know, when I walked into Nigel Pitt's rooms, smaller change room, the white change rooms, they're all in there. They're absolutely blowing. Nigel Pitt's <laughs> sitting there with his hands on his, his glasses are all steamed up and he's like, I said, fucking do something. I said, do you remember how you used to get onto me all them years? Fucking do something. I was shouting at him like, you know, you're looking at me. And all the Mark Yates was throwing his but get them fucking off, he's going. <laughs> you know. So we managed, I managed, I sort of overruled John, I managed to get some lesser players on the pitch second. I ended up about 7 4, I think. Yeah. But some, some great, you know, them old, them boys, them, them old boys, them boys that are sort of really good players back in the 90s and that. They're great kids, you know, anything you pick up the phone, they come and, you know, I mean, Nigel, do you have to do anything when he was a Burton? Pick up the phone, anything you yeah, need. Yeah. Worst thing he said to me after a game was, if there's anything you need, you let me go. He's, I had his hand off. And I didn't let him go for about 10 minutes. <laughs> I said, well, we'll start with the pre-season friendly. Yeah. Yeah. I said, then I want your, your number. So, you know, then I, I want Sam Austin. And then I want, that wasn't their name. And, and I said, I'm going to need Spanish charity guy. You know. And put his gold. So, sorry, Leamington. So, where are we? Am, am I at Leamington yet? Am yes, I'm we're at Leamington, yeah. mate. I'm at Leamington, yeah. So, yeah, that was it. Yeah, again. Well, listen, the reality is when you, when, you, when you get the job in football, it's very rare that you're going into a job where everything's on Kidora. The, the main reason you get the job is because there's problems, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Um, there's issues, and every job I've actually had, sadly, the five I've had, all five have gone in and there's been problems, mm. but it's been money problems, bottom of the league, second from up of the league, manager's been sacked, turmoil. So, you know, so it's... And, and Leamington was a similar, a similar thing because... But there was a lot more... This guy was so popular, you know. That was. I remember. I remember being here probably. And we we start. We got it sorted pretty. We managed to get get some a few decent players in quickly to stabilising. The results turned a bit. Um, but I remember being, being down at Tiverton and uh, uh, we were one 0 down. At half, come out at half time and, the, and the, you used to have a bigger wife following. Leamington then and um, still still got now, but it's big then. And they all were wearing this, these Jason Cadden masks of the ex-manager that had been sacked bloody <laughs> months ago, do you know what I mean? And they're thinking, and Bailey was, yeah, that's a fucking disgrace. I said, Bailey, just leave it. Things like that, it's just, it is what it is, isn't it? You've got no, can you, I always say to people, just be good at what you can control. You can't control it, whatever. It's, it's whatever. They were, I think they had a bit of a beef with probably the board or whatever, they were mm. like, whatever, whatever it was, I don't know. And um, we, we managed to win the game 2-1 anyway, I remember winning the game. And... Um, yeah, but it's it's money as the years have gone. It's turned and uh, how long did it take for you to get the fans behind you, do you reckon, Paul? Um, well, we, we it took it probably took two or three years to get it really two or three years to sort of you know get to where we needed to be. Yeah, I mean, we'd sort of we had that first year trying to sort it out because you've got to bear in mind that financially people look at them, it was a tough gig yeah. Mm. It was a tough gig. It was a, a fan base run. There was no one putting any money in. It was surviving off the gates and whatever. And and to be bluntly honest, the football club, off the pitch and on the pitch, was miles away. Simply to to progress, mm. it was a fantastic club for that level. The levels are at. But if you want to be serious about doing A, B, C, and D, then and so bit by bit, it's just had to change. Mm. To because it costs so much money now to whether you're in this league and you want to be a decent if you want to be in the, the league the National League North where we've been for years the, the figures are just phenomenal mm. um, so it's just a case of bit by bit improving the structure on off the pitch um, 
trying to get a few more finances available to, to try and. Um, but we were lucky. With, well, lucky. Were we lucky? No, no. We, we, but we, we recruited. Up very, I think my policy's been the same since I've been here. We've, we've gone for a lot of young players. Mm. Um, and we had two or three years at it. Um, and I had a, a few moments when I remember being here that second, third year in. I think we didn't win for 12, 15 games. You know, and that was a. I remember that one. And that was. Um, that would have been close, I'd have thought. Um, but then it, the fruits of your work come because by the time we got to about 2012, we'd really built this young side, had come together, we'd added to it, and we had a really good energetic team. And the, the, this was, the league then was, um, it wasn't like this league now, it was, it was the Southern Premier was more, was, was more sort of east to west, it was, it would go sort of King, King's Lynn down to Truro, it was that stretch that way. Wow. It, was, it was a tough, really tough league. Um, really hard league, much harder than what it is now. Um, you know, you, you know, bit IFC Tottenham were a good club, Chesham's, you know, it's a true row were in it, you know, Tiverton, Taunt and all that lot. It was yeah, a lot lot of travelling. Um yeah. But obviously that particularly we would built the side then. We built quite a few sides there. Um but that particular side went on. I think you talk about learning. So I think that year, two thousand and twelve season We've got a decent young side and we, whatever. But we got to Christmas. We were there at Christmas. But we'd been there before and faded. And uh, I looked at it and thought, right, we've got to... We have to... Um, we've, we've got to address the goalkeeping. And we, we've got to get a number nine in this particular season. Uh, the young keeper we'd picked up was good, but he was cracking. With The games were getting bigger, the crowds were getting bigger. you know, And he was, he was just... He, he weren't coping with it. Um, and, then, and then we managed. Laurie Walker was down at Brackley. John Brady was the manager of Brackley at the time. He was Northampton there. And he, he was in the National League. Um, I'd helped him a lot. He'd helped me a bit. And he'd had Laurie there as a number two. I said, come on. So we did a deal. worked out well for us. Got him. He ended up in England non-league. Plays in the league now. It was at MK John or something like that. So we got him in for, the, for, that, for them X amount of months. And we got Stefan Moore from St. Neot. He'd yeah. come to St. Neot, yeah. Stefan, yeah. I remember when St. Neot really were playing all the dough, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, you're that new stadium and, and all the rest of it. So we managed to, to get him to take a bit of a pay cut and all the rest of it. He, he, he knew us, he knew us, he knew a lot of the lads. He wanted, we were doing well at the time. It's a good, good energetic side, creating a lot of chances. And he wanted to, um, he wanted to sort of, he wanted to be heard. That was the good thing, he wanted to come. But again, that team was built on, it wasn't built on fucking players, when it was built on, built on young players, uh, and then some rough diamonds. And the rough diamond's been Lee Chilton, uh, another one that people say, oh, fucking don't touch him. You know, he'll let you down, he'll let you down. Fucking him, he's not the best player that's probably ever been here for four years, just phenomenal. Needed managing. You had to understand Lee Chilton. Okay, got it, well, I've got you. I know what you want, I know what you need. Let's fucking do that for you. Um, and that year we won the league, just them two. It was we played four four two a lot four four one one in the other games, but you know the two wide men. Is that where you played Chile out wide? Well, I'll tell you what I did when we were playing the games. When I thought we can get after these, um, they're not going to boss us. Chile would play, yeah, out wide with Dodgy on the other side. Uh, them two got nearly forty goals between them. But in but in the big games, so Lee Moore would often play in and around the, as the second striker. Yeah, Lee Moore, yeah. yeah, great lad. But in the big games, um, Lee Chilton are going the 10 mm. to give us a bit more in midfield. So when we played the Hemel Hempsteads, Dean Brennan was manager then, um, the Cheshams, the, 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 big, the big games, the Truros, whatever, Chile are going there. 
and Chile was phenomenal in there. You know that is, don't you? Starport Swifts, little one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it rings he, about, he yeah. About 40, so he looked yeah. about 47, yeah. and he still yeah, it's did phenomenal. not yeah, stop running. Yeah, phenomenal. Did he break his leg? No, that, that was That's the captain. That was, was captain. Uh, Slevin. That was that Slevin, was. okay, yeah. Um, but he still plays now. Yeah, he does, yeah. He still Brilliant. plays now. He must, he must be close to 40. Yeah. 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 Oh, was, because uh, obviously when we were at Aberston, we had Gudge and Hoodie, mm. and we played Stourport in our last game before yeah. Adam and Ross yeah, left. Yeah, yeah. And he played, yeah. and he was not in the game for 65, 70 minutes, and he scored two. Yeah. Scored two, got one of them was an absolute thunder bastard yeah, it as was, well. Yeah, it was. You've got some good names for us here, ain't you, Cookie? We want to talk about these names. <clears throat> yeah, obviously we've we've you've completed a lot in Leamington, promotions, Birmingham Senior Cups, but obviously the development of players. Um and you have touched on Courtney Baker Richardson, obviously there's ones like Colby Bishop, Josh March, um, even Matty Stenson as well. How, do, you, do you have a massive part in their moves? So when a club comes in, like Forest Green came in for Josh Mark, are you like really involved in that? Yeah, I, I have to help been, the, Yeah, to help I, I have out? been probably, yeah. With the ball, yeah, yeah we're, all, we're all of them, really. Um, and I think it comes back to the, the model, really. So when we went up, we spent a lot of time in the last 10 years in, in the National League. But you, get, you, you soon work out and go, oh, can I, we, we, you know, we, we can't... We overachieved getting promoted, mm. you know, and we paid the pricing and been a bit naive because I think our second season in there, all the big boys just said, we're having, we're having, yeah. we're having, yeah. we're having. Yeah. We were a bit, myself included, probably a little bit as well. Um, but where we were, really. Um, so the second time round, it was like, oh, come on, um, we've got one or two more people involved, you know, so we're in a bit stronger position, more contract players. But you, you, you sort of got to, you sort of think to yourself, well, we can't come in here and, you know, we're not going to, we can't, we need an identity, a model or something to to attract people to come and play for us in the National League when we can't give them what, you know, these Wrexhams and Stockports and all these, you know. Yeah. And then the model was, but I thought, right, we're going to we're gonna try and have this, to pick up some of those young players, which I've done most, a lot in my career anyway. Yeah, it sounds like you've done yeah, that from the start, really. Yeah, I have, I've always it's gone down, yeah, because probably mainly because, Whichever budget I've had, it's never been enough, really. Yeah, like, whichever, yeah. you know, it's like chairmen will sit there and think, right, we're in this shit, we've got no money. Oh, who shall we ring? Oh, we'll ring him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so, and it was just that model was like, okay, I need to build something here that's going to, young players who are going to want to come here in the National League. So I've got to start an identity where, you know, and it is a lot easier to move players when you're in the National League. Yeah. So, so for instance, Danny Waldron has done no difference this year at Russell to what he's done at Alfred the last two years. Mm. Matt Stenson did no different at Barwell to what he did at Leamington for that, whatever, and they both end up going to full-time football. Mm. Once you're in that National League, and the, the profile of the league, um, how big it is, it's just, it's just sort of, it's not the lad uh, jealous at Tamworth, you know, he's doing no difference to what he was doing last yeah, year. It's but it's just awesome, the league, yeah. it's the league, it's the league, all of a sudden, um, you know, th- this year, the amount of people have ran me about him at Tamworth, that jealous name. Yeah. Can tell me about him, Paul. Well, where's, he, where's he gone? <laughs> gone to Walsall. Gone to Walsall, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, but like, just even just before Christmas, the, the Terry up at Oldham, oh, right, tell me about him. But I said, well, he's king. I said, look, he's good enough. He's good enough, you know. Yeah. And Matt Sadler ran. And then obviously, well, you know, Sam John's still at South End. About t- t- tell me about Danny. You know, I said, look, there's, there's a lot of people look at Danny being 27. Go, no. I said, hang on. I said, yeah, but he's 27. I said, well, look at it another way. 
He's played 450 non-league games. I said, I said he's six foot two. He can play three positions. He can run. He can score goals. All types of goals. Some players at different. It take, it's different times when it really yeah, kicks. Definitely. It really whatever. So Danny's a slightly late one. A bit like Danny Newton. Danny Newton was it? Didn't go into the game. Didn't go into the game. So about 26, 27. Um, I said he's just one of them. I said so. You got me take on it, so there you go. So it's not. I was really pleased with him because, you know, and, and Alf Church and Russell take a lot of credit. Yeah, that. definitely. Yeah. Um, but and I know it's hard. And no one's lost more players than I have. And I know it would be hard for Rush, Russell with Danny as well. But you also got to think this kid from sixteen years been playing non-league football. Yeah. All he wanted to be was a full-time yeah, footballer. Yeah, yeah. Just wanted to be a full-time footballer. And now he's at a club like Southend. So. You, you, whatever. And but that but the, the the thought process was a model as well as trying to be in this national league, compete in this national and you did need your senior players, but could we have a sprinkling of young players that we could probably oh God he's, he's got potential get him in. And then the key thing, you've got to play him. Yeah. People talk about how do you keep selling this like well, you play him. Yeah. You play him because a number of the players that have left, don't you? There's been periods, certainly at the start, when you've looked at them and thought, oh, God, no. You know, but you just try and get them through it. If you think they're good enough, you think, OK, I'm going to stick with it. It's like the Bobby saw on Callum Stewart this year. A lot of people, oh, no, he's not big enough. He's not this, he's not this, he's not this, yeah, he's not that. Flying. He come in pre-season, and, and oh, there's more to that, so I'll tell you that. But cut long story short, he come in, he's very quiet, he's very small, he's very this, he's very that. And I put his contract in front of him. I said, there you are. Stop all the messing about. There's a one-year deal for you. I said, so that's my commitment to you, and your commitment is you're going to believe in yourself. You're going to stop make, going back to Coventry Sphinx every five minutes. I said, because I believe you're good enough to play this level. He said, I said, you have to sign that. And, I, and then that was it. Yeah, it's great. But, so, but with the young boys, that, that's it. That was, that's the model, really. Yeah, just, yeah, that's and that's what we try. And we try to do that. Well, we try and do it all the time, really. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, and, it's, and listen, it's worked. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Because a little bit of luck. But, but the thing is, I suppose, because I actually want them to move on, you mm. know, I'm not. I'm not, when I get him, I'm not sitting here, sitting here, sitting here, I'm sitting on a little crowd, I want to keep him for us to do. Yeah, to do. And it, listen, it can be frustrating because we've built a couple of sides here over the years that have been phenomenal, I'm telling mm. you. But even I've gone, wow. And then but bit by bit, we've lost them and you're starting. You can't keep, you can't It's credit keep. to you though, mate, because yeah, like yeah. you say, so many people could sit and, and go, he's scoring 25 goals a season so I want to keep him Yeah, it's about their development at the end yeah. of the day but I'll, I want to ask you something here so I've got a bunch of names here how many of these did you pick up from lower league teams so Josh March was that lower yeah, yeah, that was it. Matty Stenson lower Jacob Blythe lower and obviously Ewan Williams who we know very well yeah, yeah. love him yeah, good kid, isn't he? What a kid, by the way. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. Daft as a brush. Oh, honestly, Paul, yeah. we went on a uh, end of season do with Aberston because obviously yeah. that's where he, he started. Yeah. yeah. And he come on the uh, Magaluf, we went, oh, um, he had me in stitches, mate. Yeah, yeah. He had me, what he, a kid. He's your li- living day trigger, isn't he? Unbelievable. Uh, great, isn't Unbelievable player, though. When yeah, we yeah. first had him, you know, he played him in the four. Yeah, it, yeah. And he added and kicked everything, yeah, didn't yeah. he? In front of Hoodie and Gudge. Yeah. That's right, yeah, yeah. And they used to call him Eugene. <laughs> Eugene. Eugene. He hated it. Yeah, yeah to call, call, hated call him it. that when you let him You used to call him Eugene, <laughs> and he absolutely hated it. Uh, what a kid, though, mate. Yeah. What, and I think he's, he'll be another one. Me, but I think he'll kick on. He's got a chance, hasn't he? Yeah. Because he's yeah. so talented, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's so talented. Yeah. And he's got that 
warmth in him where he just wants to improve and he asks questions. And as much as a daft brush he can be, what a kid. Oh, he's brilliant. But, but going back to your, your, the question, so I'll give Carby Bishop as an example. So Carby Bishop, yeah. after having a bit of a, had an ICL and whatever, but he yeah. came back and he was, he was phenomenal. He was absolutely phenomenal. And looking at him thinking, you know, this, this kid, if there's one kid that deserves to go back into pro, the way these kids, the knockbacks he's took, you know, he took knockbacks, you're not good enough, you're not good enough, cancer. You're not good enough there. You're not get to Boston, be booed off the pitch. You're not good enough. End up coming here. Does okay here, stopping us, but his knee wasn't right. I get the ICL done. He's got to go through all that. Then for him to come back, he's, he's rehab phenomenal. Packed up work, turned up here with a pad that big, day by day, hour by hour, six month rehab for an ICL. Right, this booklet. I've never seen anything like it. And packed up work, did it? Did that's how he was, you say? Yeah. So he's yeah, dedicated. Yeah. Um, it, and to be fair, that summer, we got Stenson in, and Stenson was, oh, he was, oh, God. The, that pre-season, the first couple of months of the season, was it was everything I thought he would be and more. Um, you know, um, I would have liked him to, my my advice to him was, look, down. Sully would come in for him. Yeah. Um, Colby Bishop was just back fit mm. um, as well, and I sort of lost him a bit, if I'm being honest, Matt. He, he got an agent who... Um, when he talked about his story, yeah. 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 He had an agent which probably, um, probably, I'm not sure it was the agent's fault, but he did, my advice was, listen, you, you know what I've done? I've got people, watch it, I've got people here, there's people, I think. I said, I think in January you've got a great chance of going into, into league football. And, I, and he did. Mm. And he did. But the problem was with him, I think, it, and this affects players, and it probably happened with Court in his early days, he started believing in all the hype, He's, yeah. he's getting bad advice off people, bad advice, and his performance has dropped. His performance has dropped. Um, he dropped a little bit in his in bits and pieces that you'd expect. And at the time, then I thought, no, he needs to go. And I remember saying to the chair, saying to the chairman, look, no, he's no, 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 no. And he was a, he was a decent offer from Sully all the time, and uh, and in the end. He'd come and send me one Thursday night. I just said, yeah, you can go. I said, well, I said, I said, Colby's back. Colby's back. He went out the door on the Tuesday, Wednesday, and Colby was back on the Saturday. Yeah. It just worked like that. So yeah, actually, yeah. I'd, I'd timed it, whatever. And it, 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 but he had to go. Just, just the way it was, he had to go. Um, I'll always be a little disappointed with that one because I do honestly feel if he'd have carried on in the vein he was, he could have, he could have gone anywhere in January. He said that, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, did, no, you, yeah, did, did you said. always play with one striker? Um, would you never think what it'd have been like with them two together? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we had Colby Bishop and, and Josh Marsh together for a little bit for a pre-season. That's, right, that's yeah. frightening. Yeah, yeah. But it was just, um, yeah, no, yeah, it would have been. And we did it. To, I was always a four-four-two or whatever. But yeah. but when we're in the national league for so long, I mean, we just. I remember the first time we went up and we carried on playing momentum four-four-two. We we're bottom of the league. Mm. Just couldn't get control of the ball. Yeah. So we had to revert and drop three-man midfield. Or but then in other games we try and. That's where Chile used to be great because you'd play him as a 10 but your striker wouldn't be isolated because mm. not only would he drop in deep long midfield player give the angle you know he'd play through him he'd also run past your number nine yeah. and he'd stretch the game for you and yeah. it was just he was great he was phenomenal for mm. us um, so so there was that but that was that one um, so when Carby Bishop cut, and Carby Bishop hit the ground running bang but yeah 
I can see the kid. I can see how much he's been through. I can see how hard it. And I, to be fair, yeah, I, I'm thinking like this kid deserves a go here. And to be fair, there'll be there'll be people around here. I'm not going to mention the names. So there's a lot of people now. And on this, I did pick up the phone to people and go, listen, I'm telling you, you need to, you need. Now, I will mention this one guy, Dan Mole, that who's now at Villa, who's at Chelsea Villa, because Dan loves his good football man. He could see it. He could see. It. He said to me, "This can't be Bishop." I said, "I'm telling you." I'm telling you, I've told you before. <laughs> I told you to sign Jamie Vardy many years ago when he was at Stockbridge True Story. When he was at Stockbridge wow, Steels, right? Wow, wow. So, I said, you don't want to miss out on this kid. And they sent somebody up to have a look at him. You know, and I'm thinking, really? Okay, fair enough. And it went on and they could have had him and there was another couple of local clubs and they're not sure. And I'd spoke to John Coleman about him. We'd had a chat about him. John made a few, come back to him. And, and I, I said, I'll tell you what. This was the end of the season now. I said, I'll tell you what, John. I said, forget anything, just forget everything. Go and have a cup of coffee with him. It's no problem. Nobody, just me, you, you and Colby, nobody wants to know. Just go and have a cup of coffee. coffee. Yeah, so, and he did, and he rang me back the following day and said, I like him even more now. Hmm. So I want to get this done. And it just so happened, but while that was going on, we, we played Walsall on the Tuesday night. Walsall's first time, Darrell Clark was the manager. And um, up front was uh, Josh Marsh and Colby Bishop. Colby Bishop scored this fucking fantastic goal. And... Uh, because nothing was finalised and whatever, so that was probably on the Tuesday. I think I was going. Dan Miles me going. Okay. Oh, then the next thing, Daryl Clark rings me going. Gosh, it's too late. It's next. I said it's done. I said it's done. League One, Appleton, Stanley. You know. And, and John was very fair, uh, and we brokered it between us and put some incentives in that would benefit everybody. And. Um, so yeah, you did. Yeah. So once they're there, I do try and you know, a lot of them I've, I've, I've tried to yeah, help them get on. So, but and you look at him now; he's you know he's one of the top goals in the league. He's put legend at, but, but and you know some of the championship clubs that want him now. Yeah, yeah. 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 But obviously, always, you can you can understand there, right? that Portsmouth um, at the moment a lot. Well, well, they obviously and Colby. He spoke to me last week. He wants to go with Portsmouth. That's what he wants to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's 27 now, so hopefully it happens this year. Yeah, definitely. But I think he'll be playing in the championship next season, no doubt about it. No it'd be great to see, wouldn't it? No, it'd be great, yeah, it because he's a, he's, a, he's a super, super young yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I just want to, I just want to ask a quick question, and um, and if you can give a, a small response. Do you see yourself managing at Leamington as he retire? It's a tough question to ask. But. I think so, yeah. yeah. But when I say that, I think now... This would be my last first term job. Yeah. yeah. Now, whether, oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. whether that ends next Saturday yeah, yeah. or this time next year, I don't know. I honestly don't know that, the answer to that question. But yeah. at the moment, let's say I'm still, I've still got the desire and hunger yeah, to definitely. do it. Um, I'm enjoying this league again, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I couldn't see myself now doing. I'm not saying I wouldn't be involved in football, yeah, yeah. but I couldn't see myself doing another first team job yeah, no, because it's, it's a lot answer. of work in it. There is a lot of work involved in it. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, I've got one thing that I want to ask as well. Go on then. So obviously, because you've been managing so long, and this is just me being curious, really. Um, you had your first man- management job when you were twenty-seven. Seven. Yeah. Um, and you're still managing to this day. How have you dealt with the change in systems, formations, tactics, all sorts of stuff like that over your period of management? Because like you said a lot, 442, yeah. that's what it used to be. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. How, how have you managed to deal with that? I, I, I mean, well, it's, 
it's generations of players as well because there the, the yeah. are different breeds. The ones I first managed yeah. compared to what we get now. Mm. Um, what, you've always got to be adaptable to change. Mm. So I'm, it's like I said to you, I, I love having these young kids around here with all the iPads. And bit. Mm. We yeah. don't overdo it. We don't no, overdo no, yeah. it, obviously. But I like to... Some, some, some things are good. Um, I think having the youngsters around me helps. Yeah. A lot of young players. Staff as well, young staff. The staff changes from time to time. Um, and I'm adaptable. Yeah. You know, I'm just an adaptable person. I'm not I'm not stuck in my ways. I'm mm. not like, it's my way or the highway. Or, I just I, I look at things and go, mm, I like that. And I'll change. That's a, just working that's a great that, trait to have, though. Yeah, just yeah, working that out, though, like, you know, you've played, a certain, played against a certain formations for so long, and then you're coming up for the first time against a 4-2-3-1. Yeah. Or you're coming up against, you know, something complete, a false nine, and you're thinking, I've not seen this before, so how am I going to, what am I going to do? But you're the National League was the first time it hit you, because it's the first time you come against full-time football clubs. Mm. And that, you know, the amount, you know, when you're playing against Jim Gannon, Sarge at Stockport, you know, or Harry, Simon Weavers, Harry getting that lock, you know, they are changing in-game. Yeah. They are, and you know, yeah. we've still got Udi. And Goodra, Goodra at the back, yeah. and Tony Breeden in goal, and Liam Daly. Yeah. You know, can you imagine Liam Daly when the, you know, <laughs> we've had Liam on as well. We've had him on as well. You can imagine his twitch is really going by then, right? I can't deal with this anymore. You know, you're coming into it, and it's a bit of a learning curve for all of us. Um, and it's, um, you know, but, and that is why we sort of probably spent a lot of time playing this four-three-three. Which turned into a four-five-one out yeah. of ball because in that system you can almost deal with anything, yeah. you know, and you can still counter attack. You've got some pace, um, but it's like when you play foils. You, you couldn't play foils. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we used to always get North Ferriby on a Tuesday night when we first came in this league, and you and Gateshead. Oh my God, we're <laughs> playing Gateshead. We got Gateshead one Tuesday night as well, and you got there, Mike Williamson. He's a great. Yeah, and yeah, you, yeah. You used to go there, and you used to be on the coach knowing you were hardly going to touch the ball. Yeah, and you'd be getting off the coach. The best result we got out of there was five two, I think, a defeat, and we scored two late goals. Yeah, yeah. It's not two. just that though; it's like the five round oh. journey up there as well. <laughs> you're sort of going up there. Five hours. You sort of, you know, you're sort of going up there. You have to be realistic. You can't up there thinking. You sort of know what's coming. Yeah. yeah. And you know, sadly, whether whether you like it or not, when you're Leamington manager in that league at that time at that moment, the times you think right, you have to. It wasn't great. I didn't like doing it, but it was like damage limitation. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, because you, you you have to. Cop yourself on a bit and go, listen, you can sometimes get away with threes and fours and even a five now and again. But you start, you see some some clubs and they're going to. Um, I watched Tamworth Hensford last year, mm. you know, and that was eight or nine, wasn't it? Remember that game last year at Tamworth? It was eight or nine, the local derby, like. Oh, Hens- no, it was. Uh, Hensford Tamworth. Yeah. I'm thinking the other one. I'm yeah. thinking of Eaton Talford. That was, yeah. But yeah. there comes a point. As a manager, mate, you know, you sort of. I remember going to Stockport County and would. <laughs> it sums up this league. It was the year when Spennymore had problems with their pitch, so we're getting game after game called off. Our games was called off. So we're now, we're now playing them on a Thursday night, Spennymore Town. Um, the Thursday before the, 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 the second last week of the season, there's one more week left. So our last three fixtures are we've got the Spennymore Town, we've got. Stockport counter on the Saturday. I think we were safe anyway, I think, this particular season. And we make the coach meets at um, Tesco Coventry. Yeah. Junction 2. At about half one-ish, something like that. 
We didn't get to the other side of the island at Coventry till four o'clock. There'd been a massive crash on the island. Oh, no. And it's like, so we'd, we'd arranged to stop going for a bit of beans and toast or something because it was a Thursday and whatever, the lads coming from work, whatever. I think we got to spending more. It was touching eight o'clock by the time we got there. Um, but the, F, the FA, right, this guy has to go. And it was that, the, the, the girl Welch, Rebecca Welch, it was in the league now, the referee. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. think she's the first, was the first Premier League, Lawrence, yeah. one, yeah, yeah, one yeah, of yeah. the year. Yeah. She the game on the night. Don't speak to Hoodie about it. And, um, <laughs> and uh, we'd done half work hard. And they're a good side, this spending more at this stage now. Mm. That, you know, and uh, I get us with a light goal, right to death. And, um, but in the build-up, there's probably a, from, our, from Hoodie and Goodge's point of view, there's a foul in the build-up on, on Goodge. You know what I mean? So that's it. Once he's got it in his head, it's a foul. Yeah. <laughs> and they score for 87, 88. But we had a good go, and it's, I, mean, I yeah. think by the time we got back on the coach, I dreaded it. I don't know what time. I think I got back in the house about four, 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 four oh in the morning. Oh, my God. And you're going to work Friday morning. Yeah, yeah. You know? then, we've got, then we've got Stockport County, on the at Stockport County on the Saturday. Oh. And we're going up the M6, and there's a crash on there. Oh, we don't no. get to Stockport County until 20 past two. Right? Kick-offs at three. Yeah, and, and we've got a couple of injuries... And I'm, I drafted in this goalkeeper called Jose Vega. Yeah, yeah. Member of Jose, yeah, yeah, yeah. We managed to, I think we got him in on the, we managed to just get him in on the, we had a problem with Breed, and I don't know what it was. But a problem with left back, we good, we've done that knock on, whatever. So Richard Taundry, the boy I was on about, Taundry, <laughs> he goes, he can put two foot, he can play left back. We're rushing there, not really, so we are, I think we're 4 0 or 3 0 down after about 18 minutes. You know, and Jim Gannon's standing there. There's thousands. They're doing well at the, the time, Stockport. There's thousands in the place. They're, at, they're buying for blood like. Richard Taundry's got the number three shirt on. It's Conor Goodger's shirt, right? Oh, yeah, it's yeah. extra small. Taundry's a large. <laughs> He's coming past me. Trying, I, can't, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. That's what? I can't breathe. He couldn't breathe. Right, he's got these flying winger against him. <laughs> Go and get, get him a top, get an extra large top for him. Just get him a top, get him up to, to, to peel this top off him. It was carnage. But even then, I thought, right, I'm, this is done now. Got him in. Goalkeeper down. Got him over. Said, right, let's keep, keep the ball out of play. 4-5-1. Damage limits. And we got out of there 5-1, I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can get away with that. And you think, well, that'll do. But you have to sometimes go, right, you know, but... Yeah, that was uh, that was that was an interesting couple of days. But, uh, <laughs> but 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 then the national league come back to your point. The question you had that you had to adapt, and we had to adapt, and we had to come up with different ways of winning. You had to be cleverer. Um, you had to be a lot smarter off, not smarter off the ball. But it's a lot easier to coach a team without the ball than with the ball. Yeah, you know, you spend a lot of time, time without the ball. It's it, and it is from our point of view at Leamington for all them years we did spend most because it was never a game and we had more possession but we were structured or whatever then had some good attacking players a bit of pace and we're lucky to Keith and we, we, a lot of years we had a good number nine mm. you know whether it was whether it was Jacob Blythe whether it was Colby Bishop Josh Marsh Danny Udo was good for us we had him yeah, yeah. fantastic Courtney um, you just go on and on or players that could score goals and that, that was key for us and then when you, you know obviously Josh Marsh was phenomenal as well mm. then we managed to bring the old boys going back to Sam Osborne he was just oh. but going back to what I said the only reason Sam Osborne signed here from Notts County was purely because of what happened to, to Colby Bishop that was purely it he'd lost his way a little bit he was a bit whatever friend of Colby's they're at Notts together 
you want to get yourself down to Paul Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah. hell. Four months later, he's back in full-time football. Yeah. But he was good enough anyway. Yeah. yeah. But the key, but it comes back to point I keep saying, but we played him. That's the key thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The key thing, the key thing was, he played every week. Mm. You know, and he played every week and, and, and his confidence got going and then you could just see, initially when he first got to bloody hell, got to about September, I thought, this kid, this kid's going, this kid's rocketing now. Bloody hell. I mean, his stats were something like, 17, 19 games, 12, 13 goals, 14, 15 assists. And that's for a team that, you know, we weren't really, you know, yeah. and that that was the COVID year, the first, the very start yeah. of COVID. And that was actually that year where Danny Waldron won side. And a lad called Land Smith down the middle picked him up. He was a good, sadly injury prone, but great number nine, a good side that year. We, we were around the playoffs that year mm. when he got cut short. Carl Morrison was picked up, another mm. one we moved on. It was brilliant, it was super play, Carl. So, um, yeah, but uh, yeah, that, that the key thing is is trying to have faith in your what you you, you recruit and you, you bring them in. You, they've got the, you've got to see something, you know. If you, there's players coming up now, we've got this one wrong, you know. But with a lot of those players, like, then then we it's like you and Williams, for instance. Uh, you bring him in. You talk about him there or, or Callum Stewart this year. Yeah. Look at them two young players. Think okay, well they're the two players that look at this year. Right, okay. First of all, we're going to from last year they're both stepping up two leagues. Um, but then, so the key thing's playing them. Now, Ewan's not the finished article by any stretch of the imagination, nor is Callum's, Callum Stewart's, but they're getting there. Mm. But the fact that Callum Stewart is in this structure with some good senior pros, and when he's on the pitch, he's got people like Tyrone Barney around him. You know, midfield, he's got lots of Adam Walker, Joe Clark and that around mm. him. He's got good Jack Edwards, Theo Street, good pros, and he's got the whatever. And it's a bit like Ewan Williams when he's in the middle of the park. Now, he's looking up and he sees Tyrone Barney, he looks to his right, he sees Joe Clark, he's Captain Wrexham. He looks to his left, he sees Adam Walker, he's Captain Bratley and whatever, Black Wendy and all those Coventry. Yeah, yeah. Around really good structured players. Yeah. And that wears off on you. That, yeah. that, as much as I've said before about the coach and whatever, when you're around these good players who, who, who are well-disciplined, well-structured, um, and then you can add what you've got to the party, so like you and, and, and Callum, they've got this youthness, this willingness, this ability, this raw ability, and you can step them up a league, couple of leagues, and you can go, now you're on, and you keep playing them, mm. keep going, keep playing, yeah. And if all of a sudden you, you're sort of saying, by the end of the season, you're sort of thinking, Callum Stewart might have played 40, 50 games at this level, Ethan, a little bit, he'll be touching 40 games, still only 20, 21, you know, this season might come a bit too soon, but, but before too long, you know, they, they could be touching 100 games, Still only 23, 40. Then worst case scenario, they're getting a decent move in non-league football. That's it. Worst case scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Let's get into yeah, it. Yeah, Paul has been brilliant. Honestly, the, the, the answers you've given, the, the stories have been amazing. We're going to do some quick fires. Yeah, yeah. If that's all right. Um, just for the last little bit. Kept you here long enough. We'll get through um, as quick nah, as we can. You're all right, Best player you've coached or managed? Well, I suppose when you look at where they've ended up, you'd have to say Colby yeah. because of where he's, out of all of them, he's sort of gone on to, um, he's at the highest level. And, yeah. You know, I suppose. It, so I suppose, but I mean, I'll be, listen, I could, oh, you've I, got could, I could mention players, that, <laughs> I could mention a few players that never really got anywhere that were, you know, thought, you know. and then you, you, look, you know, you look at, you know, like your boys, like Jamie Hood and that. You know they were phenomenal. Yeah. Mm. You know, right, oh, national league. You know, again another one, another one that you looked at him over the years did lack discipline. 
you know, in his early stages, more sending off than whatever anyone. But when you got him here and you settled him down a little bit and you said, put it in front of him. I remember when we got promoted, I said, look, it's, it's how you've never played this level is it, it's ridiculous. I said, so come on, get yourself, you know, and, and we got him running. He, he was fantastic, you know. Yeah, and plug, you know, lots, you know, we, 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 you know I, could, I could probably name about 20, but just for the fact that, listen, he's the one that, that's probably just. Um, at least the one that yeah, you know definitely. he will be playing in the championship next year nice. so I mean you'd probably have to go and go along with that one wouldn't you best player you've signed well in terms of signing probably signing so I'd, we'll categorise that probably a player that's probably done the best for me mm. in terms because you've just saying Colby all the time yeah, yeah. yeah so in terms of played a lot of games for me or been good for me um, it's a tough one it is a tough question to a manager. It's a very tough question. Well, you, you've got, say at Leamington, you've got a lot of players that played a lot of games. Yeah. So obviously that, that category of yeah. your Jack Edwards, your James yeah. Macy's, Jack's touching 400 games mm. for me. James Mace, over 400 games. Tony mm. Breeden was over 300 games. Mm. You know, junior English, all you know, you know these, these are phenomenal, phenomenal signings, I suppose. Breedens comes close. Mm. I suppose the fact that James Mace end up playing four hundred and twenty odd games for me, you know, you know, Jack's catching him up now. I think yeah. Jack's mm-hmm. closing on four hundred. You'd probably go there. So you'd probably Leamington. You'd, you'd you'd probably say James Mace. You'd have to. I think you have to go with that one. Although Chile and Steph Moore, you could go on and on. Yeah, yeah. that's fair enough. Um, Hales having done one from each club. We'll just do, uh, we'll do, yeah. this is your career. In your <laughs> career. This is, this is, in your we'll, career. We'll go with them ones. Um, Favourite memory in football? One that sticks out to you. Uh, yeah. I think, if you're going about a day in football, that I think that the playoff final takes a bit of beating. As much as winning leagues and first rounds of effort, but that playoff final. Yeah. I've been in playoffs loads, I've never won them. I've only won them once. Um, lost lots of semis and lost finals, which is the, the playoffs are just. There's no better way of going up because it's great winning a league. And I mean, when we won, when we won the, with Leamington, you know, the build up, the, the day and all that, it was just unbelievable. But the playoffs, the whole the experience of the playoffs, winning the playoffs, the, the semi final, the, and then beating Hitchard in front of like God knows how many people, and the late goal, Courtney Baker Richardson, that day, that night, it was just as a day for me. It was, if we wouldn't have won it, he wouldn't give that answer. But as a day in football, from the minute I got up out of bed till I got to bed five o'clock the following morning, <laughs> you know, that whole day yeah. was just no, something else. Yeah. L- a little bit different this one, Paul. Favourite TV series or programme that you're watching or that you've watched at the minute? I'm watching Homeland at the minute, Netflix. I mean, okay. I'm yeah. getting stuck into that one, yeah, yeah. Nice. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, biggest name in your phone book? Ooh, Your yeah. phone box can be full. It is, yeah, yeah. It is. <laughs> there's, there's a few in there, to be fair. There's a few in there, yeah. Um, biggest name? Uh, Jimmy Janella? Yeah. <laughs> He's a big name. He's a big name. No, no. Um, I suppose, you'd, 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 I mean, me, me, me muck is great, so that's a great block. And Cluck Nigel's in there. Yeah. Oh. Dean Smith's in there. John Hughes is in there. They're all in there. Oh, side. yeah. So pick one of them, are oh, you? Yeah. Um, Favourite takeaway? Ooh. 
I'm not fussy. I, 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 I like Indian, Chinese, Italian. I'll do a bit of anything, really. Yeah, Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one. Um, yeah. Idol growing up? Um, probably, it was probably Daglish, I suppose. I think, you know, I love the Liverpool team back in yeah. the 90s and, you know, sort of that. Yeah, he, he, was, the, he was the one. Yeah. Mm. Paul, can you remember the first ever live football game you went to? St Andrews I can't it would have been St Andrews yeah. I think I was basically back in the day 70s 80s it was, it was Liverpool obviously um, for me it was just whatever I used to listen to them on the radio in the kitchen um, but then one of the lads from the park was a couple of years older than me he was going to St Andrews yeah. so I said mum what can I go and he come down there I was about 10 he was about 12 we used to get the bus down to the top of the camp hill walk down the, the hill and um yeah, and that was, I would know who it was. Yeah. I can't remember. Plus me, it was not pleasant day. So I was ever present down there um, from, I'd say, from about 9, 10, 14, 15. I hardly, hardly missed a game. It was like the highlight. Yeah, I got sucked into it kind of thing. And it's so strange standing there. And I had a little bit of time there when I was a kid, but, really but it was so stand, strange, probably standing there as that kid on the barrier. And then, and I, I, I was there to, I was there a bit late. You used to go down later as one was, but, but a lot of them, them are, so the, the first generation of players I watched down there, you know, and then the second lot when they had no money and you had all Ian Clarkson, and John Frayne, um, uh, the right back, Kevin Ashley, unbelievable. All these, and it's just fun, as the years have gone on, they've all come back round, you know, Devlin, all that, into non-league football. Mm. Um, and you, you come across them, you're dealing with them. They're ringing me, you know what mm. I mean? The Kevin, so Kevin Ashley was, without a shadow of a doubt, the best player of that period at the Blues. Um, Dave McCall was the manager of Birmingham City. And I used to, he used to play for St. Anne's as a boy. You know, I finished up at St. Anne's. And he was just phenomenal. And at the time, if you, if you check it out, I can't remember, the, it would have been around the 90s. It was, it was a record transfer fee for a fullback. Wolves paid about... 400,000 for him at the time. And Dave McCoy, who was England, said, I've just, we've just sold the next England. Um, fullback, you know, blah, blah, blah. As it happened, he had injuries. He'd come down the leagues, whatever. And I didn't see him. Didn't see him for years until one of the jobs, I managed multiple jobs, and one of these jobs I went on to, I'm walking across the site, and beep, 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 and I look across, and it's a scaffold wagon. It's a scaffold wagon. And I'm looking at it. I know the company Independence. And I went over and uh, and there's one big hefty guy sitting in there. He used to play a bit of football, didn't they? And I'm thinking, and I don't recognise this guy now. He's a, he said, oh, why are you poor? I, I, I'll tell you when it must have been. It must have been Hal's Owen time because he said, what happened at Hal's Owen? So when was that? 2008? No, no. 2000. About oh, six, wasn't it? Five? Six, that's right. So yeah. that must have been when it was. That's where we are now. And I'm telling you something. And I kept talking to this guy. I'm thinking, I, I don't know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> something happened in the conversation. It was Kevin Ashler. Wow. And then I'm like, the last time I seen you, I watched his last game for Birmingham City, a white Stoke, won the game, the Kumars were the chairman, the chairman at the time. And he was just, it was like watching like Trent Alexander now. Yeah. This is how good this kid was. And there he was. He said, I need to come and see you about erecting some skin. I said, yeah. yeah, yeah. Put that up, put that up and put that yeah. up. And it's amazing how over the years all these players I used to circle, leave, circle, isn't it? Yeah, you know, and then then the, 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 they're ringing me, you know, they, they all the, yeah. you couldn't have an answer. You couldn't put me word in, I'm in here, could you, Paul? <laughs> it's strange, really, but that's, that's, that's how it works, like, you know, 
Kevin Ashley what a player he was do you have any superstitions as a manager not really no no no, no I don't uh, just uh, no nothing at all really okay. uh, favourite holiday destination I love the west of Ireland which is quite boring um, I love that. Yeah, my family. Well, that's, different, so, yeah. Yeah, that's where the, that's where the family are. Also, we spent. I've spent a lot of time over there, sort of Galway, Mayo, and all that. So nice. I love. I do. My wife goes mad, but I do love going over there. Yeah, I love yeah. the. Do you know? You know, my life is quite hectic. Yeah. In day and night, so it's nice to go over to a part of the world, and where I'm telling you, it's it's a different clock. Mm. It's a different world over there. Mm. Nobody gets up till nine or ten. <laughs> it's very slow, and it, you know. You know the weather's not right, but we spend a bit of time in Spain and that. And yeah, I yeah. do, I do like a cruise. I've got to be honest. Yeah, that's something I've got into a little bit, a little Mediterranean yeah. cruise there. Super. It's nice getting around and getting yeah. off and potting around and whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, last one. Best team night out. Any club, anyone. Best well, team. Yeah. Night well, out. I, I, I don't do them now. To be fair. Um, oh God, we, we've had a few over the years. Yeah. Um, We've had a few over the years. Been to some not good, yeah. Been to some great places. Bloody hell. <laughs> been everywhere. Really thinking about it now. Uh, he was great for the old team nights. Dave Hayward, your boy. Yeah. God, he was a great organizer. God, he'd have, he'd have you out every other weekend, David. Newcastle and Liverpool and Leeds, <laughs> and he'd be sorting everything out. Um, we had some great, great nights in Liverpool. I think, do you know, in terms of an, I've got to go back to that playoff day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I've got, go back, I've got to go back that. to that day because play, yeah. that night just, what so many people stopped there. You know, by, the, by three or four in the morning, I think it was James Mason, Callum Gittins were running the bar. The staff <laughs> had gone home, like, well, the music was still on. I, I don't know how we got home. I, I, it was all carnage, all things going mm. on. And as, an, as a day and a night, it was, it was, but then again, you know, when we won the league down at Biddeford, yeah. Mm. You know that was um, that was carnage as well. You know because it was a long coach, didn't coach any back yeah, and all the yeah. rest of it. And, yeah, but so it's, uh, it's not. I've been very lucky, really, that you know I've I've managed some great clubs, great people, all the clubs. And this is and when we touched on back football, and you know you look at what Leamington does in the community, what what Johnny Allen does, you know what Hal Zavin do, what Sully all do. You know what they do. Reach out for more than just football. What they provide. Um, Saturday afternoon up here when the families can come up for the right kind of prizes, have a good, nice, safe day out, a good day out with the kids. Yeah, you know, football's just it, it offers so much for people, yeah, and especially non-league football. And it's um, you know you can see why well, there's more and more people seem to be watching it now, which is good. Um, you know, and there's some some great people in non-league football, oh, mate, absolutely. and I've been 100%. lucky lucky enough to. Um, work for some really good ones and manage some good ones and mm. you know and uh, hopefully there'll be a few more definitely um, Paul absolutely amazing you are a legend uh, 100% me and Lee we're going to come down watch a game good come support the lads and bring your boots <laughs> yeah you don't <laughs> want to see me play <laughs> but yeah we'll come and uh, definitely support Leamington and anyone listening come and, come and watch Leamington no super thank you brilliant club Paul so, thank you so much mate yeah. super thank you very super, much mate good stuff Hi guys, the Non-League Treatment Room have partnered up with Pathways Coventry. Pathways is a men's mental health support group who meet up for weekly meetings, local walks, daily check-ins, regular mountain walks and more. Men's mental health is so important and we need to break the stigma that men can't talk about how they feel. Men need to know it's okay to talk about their feelings and what they're struggling with and Pathways is the group that can support you. 
Check them out on Instagram at pathways underscore cov. Thank you. Sports Social Podcast Network.